It all started with a dream. This is so stupid! <laughs> In my whole life, <laughs> I got some things to say. I'm still slowly dying, but uh. hey, we all are. Good morning, Back Row Radio. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And my game is way up. Wow. <laughs> okay. Blow out your eardrums. You're streaming the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show exclusively on BackRowRadio.com. On today's show, what crazy new junk food is coming soon? <laughs> soon? <laughs> soon. And we dive into a deep topic, stupid things we overthink about. Okay, it's not going to be that deep. <laughs> but first, it is Tuesday, February 18th, and we have a holiday to celebrate. It's an interesting one. Yeah. You know, before I get into this, I really like this holiday. <laughs> I don't even care what it's about. I just enjoy it. <laughs> I like this holiday. And I, I have a theory behind it, so we'll maybe talk about that. February 18th? Yep. It is National Hate Florida Day. <laughs> That's right, all you Floridians. This silly holiday isn't really about hatred. Oh, wait, maybe I don't like this holiday. <laughs> People who are suffering in bitterly cold weather right about now might love Florida, might long to live in Florida, or at least spend a week there to thaw out, might even envy Florida with a bitterness equal to their own bitter weather in, say, Minnesota or Montana. And why is this? Because Florida is the warmest state in the U.S., so, as the rest of the continental U.S. is sick of winter and longing for steady spring temperatures, we remain envious of Florida and its consistently warm days. <laughs> no, I actually really don't like Florida. No, why not? Or people who come from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Change my mind. Rude. Rude. <laughs> that guy sitting at the table with his coffee and the sign. Change my mind. <laughs> Steven um, Crowder, everybody. Is it Steve? Okay. Mm -hmm. well, hey, whatever. <laughs> I've never met a person from Florida. From Florida. See, I just had one of those moments from Florida that was particularly kind. <laughs> They're all snooty and stuck up because they live in the warmest state in the U.S. That's what it's about. Yeah, it sprung from a, a meme, actually, uh, several years ago, where it was a picture of a map. Of temperatures and like the entire country was blue and purple except, except florida, florida which was bright red mm -hmm. they were warm they were in the 90s everybody else was like 40 or below <laughs> and so it said on there national it's national hate florida day and that's how it happened do you know what i think i hate more than that though hmm. is when people automatically assume that because we live in new mexico mm. that we share the same climate as Mexico. Right. It drives me bananas. So when we have snow, people are always like, what? <laughs> I had no idea it snowed there. What magician did you have to trick to get snow? Where in, in Mexico are you living that it snows? <laughs> Number one, I do not live in Mexico. <laughs> I have never run into somebody who assumed New Mexico wasn't a part of the United States. Oh my gosh. But I've heard that from a lot of people. Yes. That they do. Like, yes. even, like, like flying. 
they'll go through some other oh, weird yeah. check. And they're like, no, we're in America. Yeah. <laughs> we're from America. <laughs> so for the longest time, I thought that it was just like, when we first moved here, it was my great grandmother. And she said, do you have to have a passport to mm-hmm. live there? <laughs> so I just thought that maybe it was her generation. Yeah. You know? No. No! It's just a consistently... It's people in our generation! <laughs> consistent misunderstanding. Uh, it is Tuesday Good News Day. And we got a couple good news stories for you. Uh, first up, over a third of Americans have felt judged about their cooking skills. And no wonder, 4 in 10 said in a new survey that they can only prepare one meal without outside help. And that is breakfast. <laughs> Eggs and French toast, specifically. A survey of 2,000 adults found that a top chef appearance probably isn't in the future for these Americans, as one in five, just 21%, say they have only one standout dish in their arsenal. The survey, conducted by one poll on behalf of Manzola Corn Oil, asked respondents what makes them feel more confident in the kitchen. The top five meals that they can make without consulting a recipe are eggs over easy, 49%, scrambled eggs, 46%, Hard-boiled eggs, 44%. That seems high to me because I've never successfully made hard-boiled eggs. (laughs) Poached eggs, 44%. And French toast, 41%. Which is essentially just eggs you're dipping bread into, right? Yeah. It's all egg dishes. But even the simplest recipes can cause chaos for those folks... Uh, for these folks in the kitchen. On average, respondents said that they forget four ingredients per month while cooking, and over half admitted they've had a full-on kitchen disaster, prompting 31% to trash their meal and start from scratch. The best news of all, kitchen mishaps will not keep these intrepid cooks from taking on new culinary challenges in 2020. 49% plan on tackling more complex recipes in the new year, and 45% hope to diversify the types of cuisine they cook. They also aspire to update their skills, with 42% hoping to master air frying, which claims to mimic deep frying with nothing more than hot air and a few drops of oil. Just in time for Healthy Heart Month! This month, here in February. Mm-hmm. 36% are dreaming of becoming a baking maestro, and a third want to set their grill skills on fire. So, the good news here is that even though we're terrible at cooking, we aspire to be better. <laughs> sure. I want to meet these people who make hard-boiled eggs, though. <laughs> I, seriously, literally. I love hard-boiled eggs every time I attempt to make them. Something just goes terribly wrong, and they're all garbage. They're all thrown away because I can't salvage them. That's a waste of food. It is. At least they're cheap. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> At least it's a cheap thing to get wrong. Eggs really aren't that cheap, but all right. It's like twenty for a dozen. That's 10 cents an egg. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to butcher my news story, so you're just yeah, going to have to... I give you the hard one. I'm sorry. Help me here. Uh, the U.S. Food and... Drug Administration, otherwise known as the FDA, has officially approved the nation's first treatment for peanut allergies. The drug, which is being marketed as Palforza, Palforza, I think, yeah, uh, by pharmaceutical company Immune Therapeutics, is also (laughs) the first approved therapy for any food allergy. Okay, I did that okay. (laughs) (laughs) The FDA approved an... The FDA approved the oral immunotherapy drug for commercialism. Nope. Commercialization. Gosh. All right. What's funny is that that you're getting the words that are uncommon. It's the common words. Shut up, Matt. Shut up. 
We'll talk about that in a couple hours when we talk about overthinking things. <laughs> the FDA approved the oral immunotherapy drug for commercialization and development earlier this week. The drug consists of a powder that is ma- manufactured from peanuts and packaged in pull-apart color-coded capsules for dose escalation and updosing. The powder is emptied from the capsules or sachet and mixed... Sachet? Sachet? Sachet, I think. I don't know. Okay. And mixed with a small amount of semi-solid food, such as applesauce, yogurt, or pudding, which the patient then consumes. The treatment has been designed to mitigate allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis, and reduce the risk of accidental exposure to peanuts. The treatment consists of three phases, initial dose escalation, updosing, and maintenance. The initial dose escalation phase is given on a single day. The updosing phase consists of 11 increasing dose levels and occurs over several months. Initial dose escalation and the first dose of each updosing level are administered under the supervision of a healthcare professional in a healthcare setting with the ability to manage potentially severe allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis. Although the drug will only be made available to children under the ages of 17 through certain clinics and certified healthcare settings, it is being hailed as a landmark moment for treating one of the nation's most common food allergies. You made it. <sighs> that was a difficult. <laughs> that was more difficult than I realized at the beginning. Like I knew Sheesh. there were a lot of big words there. Big but words are my nemesis. Even there's a lot of like weird run-on things mm-hmm. like sentences that you would have a trouble saying three times fast yeah uh but no this is really neat this this wouldn't like uh there was a lot more to the article actually i saved you a little bit oh, but <laughs> this isn't like um a treatment that you take it and well now you can have a peanut butter sandwich whenever you want you know right. it's not like that but what it is protecting against is that accidental exposure which everyone's so terrified about in school yeah, cross-contamination and in the trials that they've done this, uh, they've actually found that once you've gone through all of these phases in your maintenance level, that they could give someone with that allergy like 10 peanuts. Like they could eat a handful of peanuts hmm. and have no reaction to it whatsoever. Wow. Uh, so that's really cool. That so is interesting. If you accidentally got a, uh, found a, a peanut in something that you were eating... Yeah. If you were taking this, it wouldn't bother you. Yeah. Which would be neat. That's so, pretty cool. That's cool. Because that terrifies me. Peanut allergy. I'm really, really afraid of one of my boys getting that. Because that's one of those... You could die immediately from something as innocuous as a little bit of peanut. Sure. Terrifying. I guess... Here's a fun story real quick. Hmm. I In high school, what's the... There are a couple of steakhouses that have the peanuts where you eat them and you throw them on the ground. It's not. It's Texas Roadhouse, and then there's, I think maybe Logan's does it as well. Maybe I know you do that at uh, Five Guys. Really? Oh yeah. While you're waiting, they have peanuts there. You just toss them. The burger place? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> I had no idea. Um, so we went to one of these steakhouses. Yeah. And as a family, and had dinner, and I was up all night puking. Okay. Really? And then I, my dad woke me up for school the next morning, and that's when he realized that I was puking and I wasn't going to go to school. And his response was, well, maybe you shouldn't have ate so many peanuts last night. So I'm 16 years old, and I just ate peanuts like everybody else in my family was eating peanuts. Right. And 
you know, it was the whole, like, environmental thing of it where, uh, yeah, I'm eating peanuts and I'm throwing them on the ground. Ha ha, this is cool. Somebody else has to clean up my mess. Um, but he said that, and immediately, like, my mind started, uh, this just ties into our later conversation, but my mind started, like, do I have a peanut allergy? I've eaten peanuts before. Like, they give me peanut butter. Why would that be his response to why I'm puking? He has to know whether or not I'm allergic to peanuts. He's my dad. Of course, I'm allergic to peanuts. <laughs> For years, I thought that by that one comment that he gave me, that well, I was allergic, to, allergic peanuts, to peanuts. And that I should not eat peanuts. <laughs> So you avoided them or what? I avoided them for years. Wow. Chris and I had probably been married. Actually, it wasn't until Italy that we <laughs> ate. I ate peanuts again. That I was finally like, you know, maybe I misunderstood him. Maybe he was being a little overdramatic. All I don't these know. Years later. <laughs> <laughs> really? He was just calling you a pig. Apparently. All those, <laughs> eating all them peanuts. Shouldn't like ate all those peanuts. Going out <laughs> Couldn't have been the steak undercooked or, you know, nothing. Nothing else. It was trying to eat all those peanuts. peanuts. Because you wouldn't have thought you were allergic to steak if he said, right. you shouldn't have horked down that steak so exactly. fast. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, lastly, in junk food news, here are some new products that have recently been spotted in stores or soon will be. We got Russell Stover coming out in time for Easter with white chocolate bunnies that are flavored with sour flavors. Sour mm-hmm. cherry Sour blue raspberry and sour watermelon. No, this just gave me goosebumps. Like, right? It seems so disgusting. Yeah, it would be a texture thing, really, for me. I think Ooh. having a sour flavor with a chocolate texture, white chocolate texture. No, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, Planters cheese balls, which recently returned in their original packaging, uh, are now coming out with a jalapeno cheddar and a blazing hot flavor, which I believe is supposed to mimic the flaming hot cheddar from the Lay's, or Flaming Hot flavor from the Lay's chips that we've talked about a lot yeah. in these junk food segments. Yep. Uh, Branches Smash It. It's a chocolate candy heart filled with sour gummy worms. I'm all about that. So the original Smash It was the orange, right? That was a like a, it was a chocolate ball and you smash it and it came apart like orange slices, right? Well, it's, I mean, it's it's a solid orange chocolate orange thing yeah you you smack it on the table and it breaks it apart a little so you can open it and have slices right Uh, am i not this is a hollow chocolate heart it's more like a wonder ball or an original kinder egg kind of but not really the kinder egg's a little different but it says you know it's a solid or it's a hard (laughs) hollow chocolate heart that you break apart okay it's got candy Wonderball did that. Wonderball was supposed to be the American version of the Kinder Egg, which the Kinder Egg had a hollow chocolate thing that has a toy in it. Mm-hmm. Wonderball came out and they did that. They didn't have toys. I think they had like stickers and stuff in there. Okay. But kids were still eating them and choking on them here in America. And so they had to change it to like sweet tart type candies inside. And even then, kids were still choking on it. I didn't know there was a hard candy in there. I just stuck the whole ball in my mouth and swallowed. And so they had to change it again. Or no, I think they just got rid of it at that point. (laughs) All right, we're done. No more more Wonder Ball. Wow. And they had a great 
The great jingle, too. All right. Here's the next one to make you buke. Heinz ketchup chocolate truffles. <laughs> there is a white chocolate, a milk chocolate, and a dark chocolate truffle flavored with Heinz tomato ketchup. <laughs> the face that Moe's making uh, doesn't translate on radio all that well, but it's... I just don't understand <laughs> what goes through some people's minds when they put things together. Like, even some things that taste good together that you just happened upon, you know, because mm-hmm. your your food touches on the plate. Cool. Okay. <laughs> but you don't go and market it to people. You're the one in 10,000 billion who thinks that tastes good. No one else does. You're the weirdo at school lunch who mixes... Ketchup on their bananas. <laughs> oh, gross. I'm going to hurl. It's too early to hurl. All right. Uh, new uh, new Coke. A new Coke. We got normal and zero sugar version of Coke Cherry Vanilla. Mixing that cherry and vanilla. Deidre's going to like that. Mm-hmm. I love Coke Cherry and Coke Vanilla. So let's just Deidre has enjoyed together. that new, uh, that orange vanilla. Orange vanilla. Yeah, yep. She's liked that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. This is really cool. It looks even cooler, like, visually. The Olympics Oreos are coming out, which are normal Oreos, but they have three layers of cream, each of them a different color, red, white, and blue. Cool. It looks really neat. Yeah. Uh, Orange vanilla cream M&Ms have been spotted about. Uh, It's like a creamsicle. Yeah. That's kind of my favorite flavor ever. It's good. It comes out randomly. It's been around. Before, but it's not an all-year product. See, but here's the thing. Hmm. Like, too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know that, like, because then you have that added flavor of M&M's, the chocolate M&M's on the orange vanilla cream. And I just don't know that it's going to mesh well. Oh, no, there's no chocolate. So, what's the M&M? White chocolate? Yeah, I think so. I know it's white. There's no. It's not brown. Like the you know the picture on the package shows half. You know one of them bitten into. Hmm. So it's white. I'm pretty sure it's white chocolate base. Hmm. That's Interesting. Good. Have we've never had a white chocolate based M M&M. and M? Yeah, there is what? a there is a white chocolate M M&M. and M. It comes in a. Uh, I want to say a. Like a deep purple maroon type package, and then there was a white chocolate raspberry also. For a while. Really? Mm-hmm. They're just hey. not popular, so they're not everywhere. You of course, know. so we don't get them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Noted. Uh, this one intrigues me because yes. I love Sour Patch Kids, and they've come out with a bag of crushed soda-flavored ones. So you got yes. the cherry, the orange, the grape, I think. There might be more. But I remember when they came out with a bag of jelly beans with the crushed soda flavors. Yeah. And those were my jam. Yeah. I had those all the time. Uh and then I've always been a fan of like soda caps, you know, that old mm-hmm. sweet tartish type candy with yeah. soda flavors. So, yeah. That's I really, good. I might, I might just have to try a few of these after all. Mm. This one also intrigues me. It's Carl's right up Jr. your alley. <laughs> Carl's Jr. Hardy's coming out with a new burger, new Angus Thick Burger called the Big Fried Cheese or the BFC. It is a burger topped with a, a, uh, patty of uh, fried cheese that's been it's it's like a giant burger shaped cheese stick 
with a mix of cheddar and mozzarella inside, deep fried, right on top of your burger patty. So you bite into that thing, and it's supposed to ooze all over your burger. I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. 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 Carl's Jr. always has like the best gimmicks, because they're always terrible for you, but they're going to taste great. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing that they ever did was the grilled cheese bacon cheeseburger. It was two sourdough things. It was like six slices of cheese. Yeah. And then a burger with bacon. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. It was yeah. so dang good. It's something about like the Texas toast sourdough bread that mm-hmm. they use. Oh, my goodness. And their cheese so is really good. Their cheese yeah. is like a high quality. It's very flavorful compared to most cheeses. So I grew up on the side of the country where it's Hardee's. It's not mm-hmm. Carl's Jr. And so when we first moved, when we first moved to Texas when Chris and I very first got married, and I saw a Carl's Jr., I was like, what the crap is this business knocking off Hardee's with their stars? <laughs> like the logo. They for real did. You can't just go doing that. That is not okay. And so I didn't eat Carl's Jr. until we moved here almost 11 years later because I was a Hardee's person, 100%. It's like Briars and Dryers ice cream, right. depending on the region. But the box, the packaging all looks the same. Same font, same colors. Same flavors. Like, you can't just go knocking off people's companies, guys. Jeez. Here's a here's a fun fact about Carl's Jr. and Hardee's. So, you know, you got the Hardee's on the on the East, East Coast. Carl's Jr. toward the west side yeah. of America. So they bought a Mexican restaurant, Mexican food restaurant, fast food place called Green Burrito. Okay. They bought that. And so over here in our side of the world, our side of the country, you'll see some split Carl's Jr. Green Burritos. Uh, they have some in Albuquerque, you know, around. Some of the bigger places typically okay. will have them. And since they bought the rights to that, they were going to expand that into Hardee's as well. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, they decided not to call it Green Burrito in the Hardee's restaurants. Is Instead, it Red Taco? they made up a fake extra restaurant called Red Burrito. <laughs> Like, they invented a name for another restaurant to split with theirs, and they didn't want to make it the same. And I don't know why. I don't understand why they do that. That just makes me happy that they did that. (laughs) Because of people like me. There is someone out there living Uh. on the East Coast that is just like me, (laughs) and in their adulthood, going to move over here and be like, I am never eating at Carl's Jr. and Green Burrito. They're not Hardee's and Red Burrito. They're imposters. (laughs) All right. Lastly, in our junk food list here, coming back this summer to America. What? Dunkaroos. The original Dunkaroos. Cookies that you dip in frosting to your liking. Uh, Walmart's been doing their own version of that. Have you seen that? No. They've been making like these little little, uh, cups. With a half of it has a cup of like aerated frosting in it, and the other half is their little sugar cookies. I bought some, uh, Deidre, I bought some with it was for a prize for the Super Bowl soup thing, and Deidre mm-hmm. won, of the, won one of the categories. And so she got to take one of these home, and they were amazing, apparently. Like she said, this reminded me of, of Dunkaroos exactly. That's other awesome. Other than the shapes, because you had the fun shapes. Yeah. They were kangaroo shaped. Yeah circle with a d on it it's but yeah that 
These these apparently have been available somewhere else in the world forever. Australia. Is that where it is? No, I don't know. Well, that makes I'm... sense. Yeah. <laughs> it would be. But uh, anyway, they, they've been around for a long time, but they haven't been in America since I was a kid, since you and I were kids. So... That's cool. I know. All 30-somethings around the world are, like, <laughs> taking it back to their kid, their childhood. 90s nostalgia. Right? I just uh, feel like we should have a whole 90s nostalgia throwback just for a year. <laughs> all the 90s stuff crammed in. All the shows, all the music, all the food. Can we just do it? See, I'd love to do it, but the cynical side of me is going to think no, Matt. all we're remembering no. is the good stuff, and there must have been no. a lot of bad stuff. <laughs> Suppress the cynic. <laughs> Suppress the cynic. All right, coming up next, what's been going on over here? We'll be back at the top of the hour with more from the Morning Side Hook right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. And we're going to kick off the second hour with five random facts. Five random facts. Even horses get nervous when they're about to run in a race. The jockeys bring goats to calm them down. <laughs> it takes about 50 milliseconds for us to process visual information, so everything you see happened in the past. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. There is there is no present <laughs> when you really think about it. Your mind is just blown. <laughs> uh, human bodies can continue to move for more than a year after death. Creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon holds the world record for most photosensitive epileptic seizures caused by a TV show. One 1997 episode induced 685 reported cases of photosensitive photosensitive epileptic seizures in Japan. (laughs) (sighs) So I need to watch out for my child when he's watching Pokemon. (laughs) And Calvin Coolidge, 30th president of the U.S., enjoyed practical jokes. He would call for his bodyguards and hide while they frantically searched for him. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, I'd do that if I was president. I'm sure of it. That's awesome. Oh, man. All right. So, I uh, didn't have a show yesterday, and we didn't have any new shows last week. So, it's been uh, uh, a minute since you guys have seen us. So, what's the deal, Mo? What's going on with you? What's the deal? <laughs> what's the dealio? It has been a long couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Super stinking long. <laughs> so, we chose not to have a show a couple or last week, mainly because, you know, I'm lazy. But (laughs) one of the big factors was because my church hosted um, D-Now for our youth group and for for all of the youth groups in the town. And so part of the youth were staying here at Match Church. And then I was hosting a home of um, middle school girls in my home. So I had heard that like four houses dropped out in the last couple days. So a couple houses did drop out in the last couple days. One of the houses that was connected to Highland, to your church, dropped out. And so that put a couple of girls on Megan's plate, Megan Kelly's Mm -hmm. plate. 
Well, I know um, we were supposed to have four boys. And we wound up with 15 boys. Yeah. So we ended up having four <laughs> churches that participated all together, which I just think is amazing. Yeah, I think it fantastic. is the coolest thing ever that, you know, local churches can come together and join in on a, a ministry like this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were four local churches. And within those churches, I think each church had a host home back out at the very last minute um our what our situation ended up being was that a group we had high school girls a group of high school girls and there was only like five of them well there was also a basketball tournament that same weekend that four of the five high school girls (laughs) were playing in and so those girls ended up not being able to make it and so we had to Mm. shuffle homes and all that around um Oh, so they just didn't that, participate at all. Yeah. I thought you were about to say that you had to take them there and back no, and there and back. And... No. Thankfully. <laughs> um, on top of that, like our middle school girls group was the largest group that we had. The largest age group. We had eight middle school girls. Oh, goodness. Um, but thankfully, we also had three leaders and then myself as the, the host mom, as mm. the girls like to call me, which <laughs> I was okay with. Um <laughs> But it was insane in my house. Insane. And I have two middle school boys who are, you know, very tightly knit with this group of girls. And my one child was adamant, Mom, do not let them in my room. They do not get to go in my room for any reason whatsoever. End of discussion. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, two of the leaders that we had, they are single young adult girls. And so... I just split his bed apart. He had two twins that we pushed into a king. Split his bed apart into two twins, and there you go. The the two leaders stayed in his room. And I thought, problem solved. No, problem not solved. When we weren't watching, when we weren't looking, the girls made their way into his room. And I go Sunday morning to church. This is the first time that I'm getting to really actually see him. You know, I've seen him in passing all weekend, but I actually get to see him and talk to him. And I sit down, and I go to give him a hug, and he really, like angrily pulls away from me and looks up at me and I was like what is your deal (laughs) you let them in my room they looked inside my closet they looked under my bed they saw all of my stuff and I was like I'm so sorry (laughs) I was unaware that this was going to be an issue like this wow yeah but I so I told Megan Kelly who sometimes fills on fills in for me mm-hmm. on the show. But I told her going into this a few weeks before she and I talked, and I said, I'm really looking forward to last year I hosted middle school boys. And that was fun. It was enjoyable. It was fun to see my boys in their own element with their friends, and I just kind of took a back seat, you yeah. know. Um, but I told her that I'm hosting middle school girls this year. And what's crazy is when I consider, you know, some of my close friends – in their history, how their lives have played out, I very well could have been hosting one of my future daughter-in-laws, if not both of my daughters-in-law, which is kind of cool to think about. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm like getting to know each girl and investing in their lives and figuring out their well, personalities. Like it's weird <laughs> bachelor dating show exactly. situation. Exactly. Who should I invest in? Would who you accept I, the rose? <laughs> Oh, I don't want you to have the rose. So, funny story. 
the two leaders and myself, we love watching The Bachelor, and mm-hmm. we bond over some of the, the things that happen on The Bachelor. And we realized this weekend that an, watching an episode of The Bachelor is just like watching a group of middle school girls together yeah. hanging out. Mm-hmm. It While I can appreciate it and understand it in a 6th and 7th grade girl, you know, the level of immaturity and cattiness, mm-hmm. it gets really exhausting to watch it on The Bachelor. Yeah. It's old. Because you're watching people who should know better. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And I told my friend, mm. if we hear, shut up, even one time over the weekend, that person was going to have to sleep outside on the trampoline. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, man. So on top of that, right after that, I caught the flu. But oh, Okay, yeah. I heard. I hey. saw you mentioned something like that that you got sick. Oh, uh, yeah. So like actual flu or stomach bug? Like stomach bug. So vomiting, fun time? Yeah. Good. Well, I'll just scoot over here. I'm uh, good now. <laughs> I've been swabbed. I've been on every kind of medication that you can think of. Didn't help. But, you know, it is what it is. Um... Yeah, there's nothing really you can do for a stomach bug. No, there's not. Just got to wait it out. Yep. Yep. Um, all right, well, uh, on my end, I am I just hit, this last week, I just hit my third weight loss goal, mm-hmm. 75 pounds down. Mm-hmm. I'm actually at 76.8 as of my last weigh-in. Uh, so I'm excited about that. The shirt that I'm wearing right now feels like a frock on me. It's just... <laughs> It's so it's there's so much fabric. Um, <laughs> Matt's wearing a moo. Yeah. So that's going well. Uh, we've we've decided that I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I think we talked about it before, but I'm gonna start now doing one day a week where I up my carbs mm-hmm. to see how my body kind of reacts to that and see carb if that cycling. helps. Yeah, a little little bit of carb cycling, and then uh, <clears throat> uh, once I hit a hundred down, the plan is to kind of move out of keto. And move towards more like phase two Atkins, mm. which is where you you still limit your carbs. It's still like a hundred or so is your is your maximum, but it's not straight keto. You won't be in ketosis right. all the time. But the main thing that I'm going to be continuing is intermittent fasting, mm-hmm. which uh, I realized recently. I've been doing like the 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 highest rec- uh, healthily recommended version. Uh, Without realizing it. I've been doing the fast five where you eat everything in five hours Hmm. and then you have 19 hours off of no, no calories, no food. And uh, I had been doing, I did that for almost an entire week without really realizing it. It was just like a time constraint thing. And so I didn't have any problems with it. So I'm not going to say I'm always going to do the five thing, but. I do the reverse of math. (laughs) You eat for 19 hours. (laughs) And then you sleep for five. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I mean, it's just it's uh, it's exciting that it's going well because nothing like nothing's ever worked like this yeah. before, you know. Uh, and I'm I'm positive that the only reason that I'm not hungry all those other hours is because it's the keto focused thing where you're eating more fat and you're eating more like uh, stuff that will sustain you, stuff that will keep you full longer. Less yeah. carbs, because if you're eating mostly carbs, you're going to get hungry again. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I bore you guys enough with my diet stuff, so that's the update there. Uh, but my reason for not recording last week uh, was uh, more, 
mental and emotional. Um, my grandmother came to live with my mom uh, about six months ago. Uh, she is 96 uh, and still kicking. Um, but we had found out or for a few weeks she had not been eating. Like she'd say she's hungry. My mom would make her food. She'd set it down and then my grandma would just look at it and say, oh, I don't think I can eat right now. So she wouldn't eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she started throwing up, which she wasn't eating anything. So she was just throwing up stomach acid and mm-hmm. stuff. And so they took her in and they were checking her out and they pushed her stomach and it felt full like she had eaten a whole mm-hmm. bunch. And so they found out that she's got a a big tumor mm-hmm. that's actually blocking a bile duct in her guts. Uh, they have a doctor over there who's apparently a specialist on that type of uh, cancer. He said that 9,999 times out of 10,000. If you have a tumor right there, it's cancer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even if it's not, though, it's still a giant tumor blocking her bile duct, and she's 96. They can't operate on her. Right. They'll kill her there. So they have given her three to six months to live, assuming she doesn't catch some sort of infection. If she catches an infection, it could be a month. Right. <clears throat> so we found all that out toward the tail end of last week, and... Uh, had to get her on hospice, uh, get her set up. I mean, she's still kicking around like she's always been, and she even gets hungry every now and then and eats, which is good. But we don't really know what's going to be coming next. Uh, she's not on one of those hospice setups where they stop giving her food, stop giving her all her medicines, mm-hmm. and just wait for her to die. I mean, there's she's still living like normal. They just need to basically keep her in a bed Mm -hmm. because you never know when a a bout of something's going to happen. And then they have nurses come and check on her every day. Uh, But yeah, that was just a, it was just over a year since my dad passed away and was on the same situation of the hospice set up at the house. And so my mother's upset about it. And, you know, I was upset about it too, but of course I have to take all of my mother's, Mm-hmm. Uh, stress on me because she has nowhere else to put it. So it wasn't a great weekend for me to, yeah. <laughs> to be recording shows either. Um, but yeah, so tough situation. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sad that she's, she's got a, uh, this, this kind of situation that it couldn't just be a pass peacefully in her sleep kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, she is 96. It's not like she hasn't lived her full life. Right. So, you know, that we at least have that, you know, it's, it's, uh, her life now consists of sitting in a chair, sleeping for 16 hours a day and spending the rest watching Hallmark movies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which, Hey, that's the way you want to go out. Um, she used to watch dog, the bounty hunter nonstop. Really? Because it would always be on A uh, and E or whatever, mm-hmm. and every time we went over, she was watching Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> it was just that was just the funniest thing to me. Your like, grandma this, sounds like my kind of person. Like, doesn't this stress you out? Oh no, I love it. Yeah, she sounds like my kind of person. Milkshakes, Matt. That is like my mother-in-law lived off of milkshakes yeah. for the last year because it was like the only thing that she could stomach that she could put on her stomach. Mm. 
because it kind of got exhausting to chew. It got exhausting to swallow. Oh, yeah. And so... I'm sure as that happens more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, didn't mean to be a downer or anything there. Just letting you know what's going on. That's life. Um, But yeah, other than that, you know, not much going on over in our world. Just day in, day out. Uh, Deidre and I have planned our trip, our anniversary trip, our 15th anniversary trip. To New York. I'm so envious. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm so jealous. Did Are I tell y'all going to go in, like, in the month of your anniversary in June? Yeah, yeah. We're, we're leaving two days after our anniversary. Nice. Um, did I tell you about the hotel that we're staying at, though? No. It's called Citizen M. Okay. okay. And there are, like, only five of them, and they're all spread out in the world. Okay. But this one's in, in the Times Square area. And it is like, instead of going big and ornate and giant... It is like a condensed, tiny house version of a hotel room, but it's like this weird futuristic hotel room. Okay, so it's it's small. It's it's you know about the width of this office, this studio that we're in. Okay, okay? but the whole back wall is a window. Okay, up high over the city in Times Square area. That's cool. The bed. Square king size mattress, so just as wide as it is long, right up against the window. Okay. TV, giant TV on the side wall. There's a shower and all, you know, all kinds of stuff, but everything in the room is controlled by a touchpad, like a, an iPad. Weird. And yeah, it's just you change the lighting, change everything, make the shade or whatever on the thing go up and down. Uh, they have apparently a giant library of free uh, movies and stuff. Uh, I mean, it's just going to be a nice little cozy situation. Okay, but you y'all are sm- not going to be in that room. <laughs> no, but we will. Listen, at night. I'm going to like put my foot down and say, <laughs> no, not even at night. Not even at night. We're not night people, Mo. I don't care. You're going to be. You're going to be night people for at least two nights. How how many nights are y'all going to be gone? We'll be there for. It's a six-day trip, so we'll be there for five nights. Okay. At least two nights of your five nights, we need you're going to go gonna find be night people. Late in the night. Please. That's when New go York get is like... back alley. Y'all you're aren't going to get murdered. Here's the thing. <laughs> no one, everyone's going to look at you and be like, I ain't messing with that dude. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> My mom's always, don't get kidnapped. No one wants to put that effort in to kidnapping me. <laughs> but here's the thing also. If you lose much more weight... You might end up getting kidnapped. Just saying. <laughs> the incredible shrinking man over here. Like, but yeah, we're planning to do a whole bunch. We're gonna we're of course we're gonna try and go to all the touristy things. We wanna go to the nine eleven museum and mm-hmm. the new one world trade and, and all that. But um we're gonna go to a bunch of the museums. That's what I really want. That's like the thing I'm most looking forward to. All the museums mm-hmm. and the art and stuff like that. That looks fun. Uh but we have a we're going to set up like a tour guide thing that's supposed to take us around certain areas. They have like really cool tours by locals uh, website that sets this stuff up. Uh, cool. Dean Turbeville turned that on, turned us on to that, told us to look that up because they do that everywhere that they go. Um, they rich. They go a lot of places. Uh, <laughs> uh, and then, So it's really cool for y'all to be like, yeah, we're doing this thing that Dean told us about. Right, yeah. It's going to be really neat. It's, we're going to have to be pinching pennies, but hey, we're going to get there. Yeah. Uh, but... 
Well, we'll save money on the food because there's a lot of places that we've seen on like Man vs. Food and all these other TV shows that we watch that are, you know, supposedly have the best version of this, the best New York pizza, the best mm-hmm. this thing. And it's all relatively cheap. And we're like, we're going to all those places because I want all that food. Heck yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I want you to bring me back a piece of pizza. <laughs> I'll mail you a piece. Just like in the office, I'll put it. In a, one of those flat mailers. Just, no. <laughs> have you seen that episode? Not, no. Yeah. So uh, I don't remember who it was, but someone sent uh, Michael Scott a piece of pizza in a mail thing. And for the show, they actually mailed a piece oh my of pizza gosh. through the mail. And so he gets it and he just opens it up and just pulls it out. New York piece of pizza. But they're in Scranton. <laughs> so it took them like less than a day to get there. It would take us two weeks for it to get to me. I pull out this moldy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty. So listen, my best friend from high school, she, her name is Angel. She's originally from New York. Her mother passed away. So she moved to North Carolina to live with her father until she graduated high school. Complete New Yorker. Yeah. Like, what you think of New York is all in this tiny little Puerto Rican, all of five foot, itty bitty female. Okay? (laughs) She and I became super, super, super close. But she's back in New York now. And just last week, Matt, she posted from her apartment window, looking down on the streets... Where a guy just got shot Ugh. for no no reason whatsoever. All of a sudden, she's up in her apartment. She hears gunshots. She looks out the window. She sees the body there. She sees the guy take off running. Police come out of nowhere. And then two days later, she posts a picture of Facebook of still the remains on the ground. All the blood splatter and everything still there on the ground right outside of a elementary school playground. That's what you're going to visit. Just want you to know. Well, that story took a sharp turn. and Only because I'm jealous I'm and I don't get to go. <laughs> so there's the worst possible thing that could Gracious happen. sakes. From a New Yorker herself. <laughs> <sighs> no, but while you're there, I actually want to find out where Angel works. And I want for you to go and see her just for me. You're going to need to give me, you got to give me something to give to her or something. Because otherwise it's just weird. Hey, I'm Mo's friend. I'm here to visit you. Well, and she'd be like, who the heck is Mo? And she wouldn't say heck. Oh, right. (laughs) And then when you say Megan Oaks, she'll still be like, huh? (laughs) That name sounds weirdly familiar, but you'd have to take it back to my maiden name. Oh, yeah. Megan... No. I was gonna, come, I was gonna come up with something uh, ridiculous. Megan Cannon, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oldenkirk. Oldenkirk. Megan Oldenkirk. All right, everybody. Coming up next, <laughs> things we overthink about. We'll be back at the top of the hour with more of the morning side hook right here on Back Row Radio. That's twice. <laughs>
Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug, a Back Row Morning Show here on BackRowRadio.com. I'm Matt. I'm Mo. And we are going to be talking about strange things that we overthink. And this is not a super serious topic. Uh, I want to have a little bit of fun, but it is stuff that, oh gosh, looking through this list, I just, it hurt my heart. Okay, so um, I'm wondering if you're as overthinky as I am. Uh, what's the other word? I don't know what word to use. I don't know, but it's funny because I was trying chip. to help you with it, and I thought overthinky as well. So uh, that's all we got, overthinky. All right, so the first thing, while having a simple conversation, have you ever concentrated so hard on the appropriate amount of eye contact to looking away ratio that you have no idea what the other person is saying all the time. Because <laughs> you'll have you'll have eye contact. We do it here on the show when we're yeah. talking. You have eye contact, and after a while, it just feels awkward. It does right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, all the time. But then, if you don't look at them for too long, you're like, they're going to think I'm not listening. They're they think, think I don't I'm care. Paying, not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> and if you look away at the, like, uh, if you look away at the wrong time in what they're saying, then they're really going to think that you give no craps about what they just said. <laughs> <laughs> you look away right as the person is telling you about how they're struggling in their marriage. And I don't care. <laughs> like, I knew it. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, this from school. Okay. Overthinking how you say here during attendance. Like leading up to it, I'm always like, "How am I going to say it? Am I gonna? I'm gonna say it high pitched, excited, low pitched. I don't care if I'm here, gruff, make it sound like I'm a cool kid. All kinds of stuff going through my head for me to say here. Then some other kid would be like, "Yo, whatever." Like, man, I wish I had that confidence. That was me. <laughs> I was. I was the yo. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, yeah. <laughs> In the building. <laughs> Which that was just even more funny because this tiny itty bitty uh, little blonde right, <laughs> from the back. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone uh, raises their voice at you. Eight hours later, you're in bed still thinking about it. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then the following morning, I'm standing up looking in my mirror, having an argument with myself with the things that I wish I would have said. And I'm like, oh, is there a way that I can bring this back up to this person so that I can have this conversation again? You know what? <laughs> <laughs> Raise your voice at me. Huh. Who you think I am? All right. Uh I think it was exhausting for my mom. <laughs> just walking around having pretend arguments with people. Yeah. Your mom's just like. I don't even know who she's talking to anymore. <laughs> I thought we kept her away from the alcohol scene. <laughs> All right. We've protected her from so much. Who knew we needed to protect her from herself? <laughs> All right. You say something slightly awkward, 
that everyone who heard it will forget in five minutes. Your brain at 3 a.m. for the next 10 years brings it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still think of things that I said as a child, mm-hmm. like younger than my daughter, Mila's eight. Mm-hmm. I can still think think of things that I said in kindergarten and first grade <laughs> that like when I say it, you know, that feeling of. Oh. Yeah, just it, it's like you die a little. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, it's so painful. <laughs> Why did you do that? I told you that story about in third grade, the first day, of, no, first day of second grade, my teacher had apparently lost like 30 pounds over the summer. And she announced that. First day, we're in line going to the first thing for that day. And she announced that. And what I meant to say was, wow. I didn't really know you needed to lose weight. What I said was, it doesn't look like it. (laughs) (laughs) To this day, that comes to my mind at least twice a year. Where I'm just like, oh gosh, that was just such a horrible moment. (laughs) Everyone snapped their neck around at me. (laughs) Just in shock. She looking at me with just the saddest eyes. (laughs) Like... No, I didn't. And then we had to leave, and I didn't even have time to explain myself, and I just never brought it up again. Yeah. Well, and I just, oh, gosh. Yeah. Painted my picture of who I was for that teacher that entire year in the first five minutes of the first day. Ugh. So, real quick, mm-hmm. that's why making amends is hard for me. Yeah. Because of situations like that. Things that I said that were offensive, but I did not mean them offensively. <laughs> and I'm still holding on to them. But then I'm like, but wait, do I bring it up to the person? Because I'm sure that they don't remember it. But if they do, then I need to make it right. But if they don't... If they don't, you didn't really mean to do anything wrong. Yeah. But if they don't remember it and I bring it up, that's only opening up an old wound and it's only going to make things worse. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay. Freaking out. At the cashier, like a grocery store, when the cashier starts working with the next customer and you're not done putting your change away oh, in yes. your wallet or purse. All the time. <laughs> and it's not necessarily the cashier that bothers me because she's doing her job. Right, what bothers me is, yes! <laughs> like, yes! Yeah, this is now my <laughs> my area. Can you please leave? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, every time. That happens nearly every Monday when I go to the store. And so I'm always having to like just grab all my stuff and I like scoot all my stuff over. Yeah. And then I'm just fumbling with it in my hand. Uh-huh. Because I have like a WIC card and I have, because of that, I have like four receipts I have to deal with and figure out what I need. And then I always put my dang Walmart receipt away and then realize, oh crap, they're going to want to look at my receipt because oh. I have a thing of water at the bottom. And then I got to pull it back out. Yeah. So it's, it's always a big mess. Well, and now Albertsons is doing the Monopoly thing. So you have Ugh. your receipt and you have your change and you have the Monopoly tickets. And Cashing it's like, out at Albertsons. <laughs> so many decisions. Yes. <laughs> Do you have your your uh, United customer code? Can you put in your phone number? Mm-hmm. Oh, that didn't go through. Can you try it again? You know, this is nine digits, right? This is so long. <laughs> no, it's ten digits. Ten digits. Yeah. How many numbers is there? Okay. Uh, all right. Ten. There's ten. So this one happens, I think, all the time to me, and it drives me nuts. You're both talking in Messenger or whatever. You're both typing, so it both pops up with the little, mm-hmm. the little, little dot, dot, dot thing. And so 
you erase your message to let them say what they're going to say, but they do the same thing. Mm -hmm. And so nobody says anything. Mm -hmm. Both of you are left with a, I was going to type something, but I decided not to. Mm -hmm. And now you're like, well, what were they going to say? What insulting thing were they about to say to me and decided not to? Listen, I don't know if it's because, you know, Matt, I'm older than you, so I'm a little bit wiser. Yeah, so so much older. (laughs) So much older than me. I've gotten to the point to where I will outright say, so what were you going to (laughs) say? What was that dot, dot, dot about? (laughs) And the person's like, what? Well, I saw the dot, dot, dot. And I assume that you stopped because I was typing, which, cool, that's awesome. But I'm curious, what were you going to say? Put him on the spot. What offensive thing were you going to call me out on? I need to know. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. All right. This is a tweet. This comes from a tweet. Uh, And the tweet says, little secret about me. My answer to the question, would you like a receipt, is based on absolutely nothing and changes all the time. So when someone asks you, you, do you want your receipt? Do you answer yes or no? Does it change? Because sometimes this is exactly my life right there in that tweet. Really? Yeah. If I'm somewhere and they say, you want a receipt? Sometimes I'll be like, nah, I don't need a receipt. Most of the time I say that. But every now and then I'm like, yeah, let me have that. I throw it away as I'm walking out of the store. (laughs) I never need it. But that happens to me a lot. I'm feeling very offended right now. Really? Why? Because I do the same thing. (laughs) And I didn't need to realize that I did that. (laughs) You didn't know you did the same thing. (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Wow. The the moment she's realizing (laughs) her whole life changes right now. Well, and you're reading the tweet, and I barely even understood what the person was saying. It wasn't until you explained it to me that I'm like, hey, <laughs> wait a minute. My personal feelings have been attacked, and I'm not okay with it. Gosh. Oh, man. Okay, next one. Do you ever get a sharp pain in one of your organs and then think all right it's finally happening (laughs) no that is not me that is my husband this is it we've been waiting for it now it's coming for five years he's been saying i'm dying yes we all are a little every day (laughs) shut up yeah, I'll get a sharp stabbing pain in one of my sides. I'm like, all right, here it comes. <laughs> yeah, something terrible. And then it'll go away. All right, uh, let's see. <laughs> when you're approaching someone in a long hallway and you're not sure when the appropriate time is to make eye contact. Because if they're too far away and you make eye contact... You might be staring for a really long walk, but if you ignore them totally until, like, they're right next to you, then zip your head around. (laughs) Hey. Because you have to do the polite thing. You have to say, hey, you have to acknowledge someone else's existence. You can't just ignore them when it's just the two of you walking in a hallway, you know? It's like getting on an elevator. If there's someone else on the elevator, you got to do the head nod. You can't just pretend like they're not there. I feel like you might. 
Are you rude like that, Mo? No. I think I'm like, I think I'm overly personable. The other way. Do You know, like I'm looking at them the entire time down the hallway. You're starting a conversation 300 yards away. But I am overanalyzing it the whole time. Like, okay, if I pull out my phone and I look at my phone right now, then that seems incredibly rude. You know, I need, I need to engage. I cannot be one of those people who does not recognize that another person is in my existence. Mm-hmm. I need to acknowledge them. Okay, I'm just going to continue looking at them until they look at me. This is cool. I'm looking at the top of someone's head because they are staring <laughs> at the floor and at their shoes. But then when hey, they I wonder what their shoes look like because looking. they're looking at their shoes this whole time. Oh, yeah, those are some nice shoes. I wonder what brand they are. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, got to keep looking at them. Got They're probably looking at me, but oh, no, they're still not looking at me. That's still the top of their head. Okay. <laughs> you see, those are the situations where I have those weird reactions. The If I'm walking down the hallway or whatever and I see someone and I have to acknowledge their existence, we make eye contact, dip my head like I'm wearing a cowboy hat, and I say howdy. <laughs> and I don't say howdy. howdy. I'm not a cowboy in any way. But I say, and in a deep voice too, howdy. That's how I say it. <laughs> and I don't know why. <laughs> and I can't stop myself from doing it. <laughs> It's such a it's, oh, it's a man. nervous reaction, <laughs> but if I do freak out and I don't want to acknowledge their existence, I fake a yawn, another involuntary thing. It's like, <sighs> and I look to the side because I don't want to be rude to have them look into my whole mouth, you know. So As I look I'm to yawning, the side, so I can't acknowledge you because I'm yawning over here, not looking at you. I don't understand why I do either of these things, and I do them all the time. Okay, so. <laughs> Chris and I are the weird couple that you don't want to get stuck with in an elevator. <laughs> We've just accepted that. And we kind of enjoy it. Like, it gets to the point now to where it's fun. You know, people get in the elevator and they don't want to talk to other anybody else. And it's those people, especially the people that are on their phone, mm-hmm. that we purposely, hey, what are you guys doing today? What are y'all having for dinner? You mind if we join? <laughs> Hey, babe, they said they're going to Olive Garden. We should go. <laughs> okay. You want to get a table together? Yeah. Talk about what's going on. <laughs> Act as oh, if they goodness. are our long-lost best friends that we haven't seen in forever. And then the people get off of the elevator and they're like, as fast as they can. The doors are not opening fast enough. Let me out of here. These people are going to murder me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. All right. Last one for today. Mm, there's... A whole lot more, so we'll bring this back next week and do the second half. Um, When someone's in the way of what you need in the supermarket, so you pretend to be super interested in something else on the shelf. No, I ain't got time for that. You don't do that? You just butt your way in and grab what you need? I'm nice about it. (laughs) Excuse me. All right, thank you. Uh, No, I do that all the time. Really? Someone's like, I need... I need some ketchup, and you're standing in front of the ketchup. I'm like, hmm, you know, I've never really given ranch a fair try. Let me look at this bottle for until you decide which of the 52 ketchups you're going to try. I'll just sit here staring at this ranch bottle, pretending like this is exactly what I'm here for so Looking you don't feel rushed. Looking at me rush. out of the corner of your eye, <laughs> waiting nope, for there. me to leave. Yep, still she's there. still there. All right. And you know what I am doing? <laughs> Hey, this dude is waiting for the ketchup. I'm going to stand here a little longer. How long are you until we cause a scene here? Exactly. Mm. How long do I have until he pushes his way through? 
But I'm always just like, you know what? I think I need one of those too. Sorry. <sighs> Every now and then, I, I will have reached a limit. Yeah. Every now and then, someone's just standing there planning their entire week's worth of meals in front of something mm-hmm. that I need. And I'm like, can I? Sn- I gotta sneak by and grab this real quick. And yeah. I just take it and leave. Uh, but yeah, most of the time, I'm too awkward to try that. Uh, we do have a poll, but this is actually a poll I took a long time ago, so this is a really outdated topic. <laughs> but I did a poll during the State of the Union address. And uh, it was, which would you rather listen to? Okay, so there are four options. Would you rather listen to the full State of the Union address and Democratic National Convention's response? Would you rather listen to two hours of Christmas shoes? A bag of cats in a dryer, or two hours of the Veggie Tales theme song. So, what do you think people chose? Veggie Tales. Absolutely, but what was the percentage? Uh, I'm gonna say seventy-two percent of people said Veggie Tales. <laughs> no. <laughs> really? Fifty-five point five percent said Veggie Tales. I then uh, so I feel like one. so then the State of the Union was second, wasn't it? No. A uh, really? bag of cats and a dryer <laughs> got 27%. <laughs> State of the Union came in with only 10.9% in third place. Christmas shoes still lost. I'm kind of. At 6.6. Matt, I'm really disturbed right now. <laughs> I am like. <laughs> What's wrong with the people that listen to our show? Can we keep a list of those people just in case any like crazy crimes Fortunately, unless they commented what they gave, I have no idea who voted. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a really funny quick story to tell about awkwardness. All right, hit it. Ready? Okay. <clears throat> my worlds collided last weekend during D-Now. During the Disciple Now? Yeah. Because I had, you know, the Kellys there who were some of our best friends while we were here at Highland. But they were at my new church, and it was kind of cool. So I'm like, I'm walking around. As soon as they walk in, as soon as Highland walks in with their youth and Tyler and Megan and Brandon's there, and I'm like, I tell all of my friends, we're we're working the welcome table, and I'm like, those are my people! I love those people! Like your old click meets your new click? Yes! And so all of my new click is like, okay, hi, people! (laughs) And then Megan and Tyler are like, Oh, God, this got weird. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi, but, um, we don't think we're better than you. Yeah. <laughs> just Right? just how most are acting. <laughs> but it was so, it was kind of, I don't know. I think I did the same thing at my birthday party when you were there and my new friends and my <laughs> that was old strange. friends. And I'm it like, was odd. These are all we my mes- friends. We wound up meshing just fine. Exactly. But- <laughs> and that's how the weekend was. But so Megan and I, like, we walked around for, you know, some of the worship time and whatnot. We walked around, and so I'm introducing her to different people. And I have one very dear friend. I'm not going to call her out. But I have one very dear friend who says repeatedly that she is incredibly awkward in social situations. <laughs> and I've never really seen it. I've never had a firsthand experience with it <laughs> until this weekend. And it was so funny. She had just posted something on her Facebook about how she's awkward when she's meeting new people. Mm-hmm. I didn't put two and two together until I introduced her. I was like, hey, this is my friend Megan. She's the reason why I go by Mo, by the way, you know. <laughs> and then my friend is like, oh, huh, huh, hi. <laughs> and I was like, 
wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just self-implosion. <laughs> like, right you <laughs> really are super awkward people. But she says all the time, like, she'll meet somebody and, you know, somebody says, hi, this is so-and-so. And her response is, thanks, you're welcome. Like, <laughs> what? You too. <laughs> yeah. You too. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> so I had never, I don't know. Take it was, Look. It was funny because <clears throat> from the time that I met her, I just, she comes across as this very put together, very confident, yeah. super funny and energetic, very bubbly. And then I saw her like just. But, but when she's hit with something out of nowhere. Yeah. And she's not prepared for it. It just crumbles. Yeah. Wow. Her, like her shoulders completely came inward and she sunk down in the chair and she's like, oh, yeah. Hi. Huh. Oh, my gosh. Let me throw you a life preserver now. It's okay. It's going to be fine. <laughs> I felt oh, so bad. Oh, gosh. That's funny. <laughs> well, and then I didn't know if I should be like, so Megan, my friend here, she's like, she is super awkward. She talks about all the time how awkward it is when she, this really isn't how she is, I promise. <laughs> I didn't go that route, but I she's did. Much, she's much better it. than this. <laughs> well, now, does your other friend listen to the show? Uh, occasionally, which okay, is so why I didn't they'll both call find her out, out then because they both know the situation. True, because Ma- Megan True. listens. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Megan, now you understand. It's give funny. her some slack. So listen, I get random texts from Megan like on a Tuesday morning <laughs> at eight twenty-five, <laughs> and it's like, oh, the one was now I know where all the coffee's gone, and I'm like, what, what are you talking about? I'm so confused. <laughs> Yeah, she sent that to me too. Or no, she was gu- gushers because we were oh, talking gushers, about gushers. Oh, gushers! Yeah, stuff. now I know where now all the know gushers. I know where all the gushers have been going. I know, and I'm like, <laughs> like it was months ago. Chill out. <laughs> One package months ago. You didn't realize nothing. It took me far too long to remember that conversation. <laughs> I'm just looking at the text like she had to have sent this to the wrong person. <laughs> oh man! All right, coming up next, we share something we love. We'll be back in just a few with more of the Morning Side Hug right here on Back Row Radio. A little better. Welcome back to the Morning Side Hug as our show is coming to a close for today. But first, we're each going to share something we love since we didn't have a show yesterday. Uh, so we're going to make up for one of those. So I'll go first. The first thing that I wanted to share, something that I love, is uh, for all my wrestling fans out there, and that's AEW. It's the new wrestling promotion that has really taken off in the last year. Uh, but it's what's neat about it is it really has the feel of the 90s wrestling like when WCW was still around, and it was WCW versus WWF every Monday, and they were they were going at it, and so each show had to up their game and make it this big, over-the-top production. It was a really fun time. And then WWE kind of got more sanitized and PG and tried to be family-friendly because all of their big stars, John Cena and all that, were being admired by kids all over the world. So they're like, well, let's lean into that. But it took their edge off. It took the, a lot of the fun away. Mm-hmm. Uh, AEW comes in on the same network WCW used to be on, going on Wednesday Wednesday nights head to head with WWE's NXT promotion, which is probably their most uh, 
popular promotion right now. And they're doing phenomenal. And it, it feels like that old school show. Uh, I've, I haven't been watching like every week, but I'm about ready to start. Because every time I watch, I'm like, I don't even know who these characters, most of these characters are. But I am thoroughly entertained. So if you were a big fan of the 90s Attitude Era type wrestling, give AEW a try. TNT, Wednesday nights. Good stuff. That's my thing I love. Noted. Your turn. All right, so you're actually going to have to help me with the thing that I love. Okay. Okay. As we were going to bed last night, you know, you and Chris. Because <laughs> the way you set it up was already you and me in the situation. And then you said, <laughs> Go ahead, what's next? <laughs> Here's that awkward moment. Remember those awkward moments? This is something I'm going to overthink forever. <laughs> Thought it was going to be fun. <laughs> Now I just feel weird. Now our friendship's over. The show's over. We're canceled. This is where everything it ends. folded. <laughs> Took it too far, everybody. Matt has so turned sorry. fifty shades of red. <laughs> I'm always this color. <laughs> so as y'all okay. go to bed. So as Chris and I were going to bed last night, you know, Friends is no longer on Netflix, so we had to find a new oh, show. Right. To, yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. Yeah. No. my life was ruined. My okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That is actually what started me with watching The Office. Because and that's leaving soon, too. So you better hurry up and finish. <laughs> I think you got the rest of this year, I, I think. Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <gasps> okay. Back to my story. Now that my life is ruined. We're watching The Office, and it's the episode. I'm really frustrated right now. (laughs) Netflix can go kick rocks. Man. It is the episode where Michael, his film, is finally done. Threat Level Midnight. Michael Scarn. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This by far. Is my favorite episode (laughs) of The Office. (laughs) Hands down. I have never, you know, since January 1st when we had to start, when I was forced into watching The Office thanks to Netflix, I have never been more intrigued and involved in an episode as what I was last night. Yeah. And it's 1130 at night and I'm (laughs) freaking out having one of those there's an overthinking moment Mm -hmm. if I fall asleep now I can get five hours of sleep oh right if I fall asleep now I can get four and a half hours of sleep no I didn't care at that point I was so invested in watching this film Mm -hmm. play out on the (laughs) office to figure out Exactly what happens with Michael Scarn and Goldface. I was so involved. I loved everything about it. Oh, goodness. By far, it's my favorite, 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 favorite episode of The Office ever. At all. So there's my something that I yeah, love. I love that And one. now I have to go searching for the papers. <laughs> and uh, as you do that, earlier in the show, I, I think I told you about uh, the pizza thing from the office. Yes. Where they mailed, where the, they piece mailed of pizza. the piece of pizza. I'm starting to think that that was a deleted scene and not actually in an episode you've seen. So uh, you might not get to see it. 
because we had bought special. we had bought all the DVDs and they have just a butt ton of deleted scenes because they just recorded they just would record things anytime something was happening they'd record it and so they'd keep it going nice. sometimes there were as many deleted scenes like a length of deleted scenes as long as an episode really yeah. I mean, it was just, there was a lot. And there was only, I think, two episodes in the entire series that didn't have any. And there was actually a guy online who's been doing this, like, illegally, who rebuilt every episode with the deleted scenes back in them. Really? So it's called The Office Extended. And then he's been, like, putting it online for people to just download, (laughs) which is super illegal. So I'm not. I did not download them and watch all nine seasons with the deleted scenes back in. So I can't tell you how awesome it really was. <laughs> I really hate to call you out, but I'm sensing a little bit of sarcasm on those comments. Just Let's close out our show with the Bible verse for the day. <laughs> Our Bible verse for the day is Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. And these words that I command to you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Thank you for joining us. There is a back row morning show every weekday at 7 a.m. Eastern, 4 a.m. Pacific with an encore at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mo and I bring you the morning side hug most of the week and Bubba and Anna bring you church nerds every Friday. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Back Row Radio. Radio and join our laughter-inducing Facebook community, Backrow Baptist Church, by going to backrowbaptist.com. Hey, and on Byte, too, right? We're on Byte as well, yes. Okay. Haven't updated in a couple days, yeah. but we're there. Uh, if you love what we do here at Backrow Radio, please consider partnering with us at backrowradio.com slash partner. There are several tiers with different rewards and incentives, but even just committing to donate $1 a month will get you into our five, uh, private Facebook group, private Facebook group. The Scoop, and get you our private podcast feed, where you'll get every full episode of The Morning Side Hug, including our Throwback Thursday episode. And of course, we also offer a free version of our podcast with a collection of clips from our weekly shows that comes out every Wednesday. You can find our free Morning Side Hug podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Yes, uh, if you hadn't heard yet, I put this on the radio last week, but if you haven't heard yet... All of our originally our free podcast was a collection of pretty much all of our shows together, and we have split that up. They all have their own feeds, and they're all on all the places that you can get podcasts now, which we couldn't for some reason get done with our former feed. So, Morningside Hug now has its own feed in all those platforms, uh, as does Church Nerds, Hector Mira's Critical Hit and our new show Celebrating Recovery on Thursdays. So all four of our shows have their own feeds. Celebrating Recovery is not on Apple Podcasts yet, but it will be once we reach five episodes, I think. They have a limit. They're finicky. Apple's finicky. Who would have thought it? Who would have known? Who would have guessed hmm. Apple would be finicky? We won't Sorry. be sharing something that I love right. about Apple Oh, that's it for the show. We'll be back tomorrow. We hope you will, too. Once again, I'm Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that Jesus loves you. All of us are spazzes sometimes. (laughs) And if you see us around, we'd love a side hug. Bye!
started.